Welcome to the Here's the Deal podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Hannah. (laughs) She's sleeping over there. (laughs) And I'm Hannah. And today we are going to be doing a Q&A. Yes. So a while back, like four weeks ago, um, we put on our Instagram story for people to send in questions and we saved all of them because for our 10th episode, we just wanted to do a fun kind of get to know us better q a we're just gonna chit chat um create more community with y'all to be able to have um those conversations and answer your questions um but first we're gonna share a couple of quick tips because we know you love them hopefully you love them hopefully they're helpful (laughs) (laughs) hopefully you learn something new every time you listen to the podcast um okay hannah's struggling with the quick tips y'all i'm struggling so what is what is the one you have today? Well, and I'm struggling because almost all my quick tips revolve around essential oils, and I'm not going to be having a quick tip with essential oils every single week. So my quick tip for this week, um, so this uh, this Thursday is the first day of fall, mm-hmm. and which means that weather's going to start getting crazy mm-hmm. right so my quick tip is that um for you to be prepared for like crazy winter and like weather that'll be coming up because i know it's just fall but like for idaho out here we get like two weeks of actual like fall weather which is lovely it's very but then it beautiful. becomes not lovely and then it gets very very dangerous and mm-hmm. scary and and not pretty and so uh, my quick tip is that if you're going to be going somewhere, always make sure that you have um, blankets in your car, mm-hmm. and then you should always have water in your car, mm-hmm. as well as you should always never go somewhere unless you are dressing in layers, mm-hmm. because you never know when it's going to get really, really hot, or then all of a sudden it's going to be freezing and snowing in the next 20 minutes. So my quick tip is to always dress in layers, even in um, the fall, especially going into the winter, mm-hmm. but that's my quick tip. I'm sure everybody already knows that, but it's my reminder to you. Yeah, reminder, be <laughs> safe. Be safe in the winter. Yes. Um, so my quick tip is about baking. I love to bake. I've been baking ever since I was very little, um, and like five years ago or so, um, I got diagnosed with a bunch of allergies, so I learned how to bake gluten-free and vegan because I couldn't eat pretty much any animal products at that point. Um, which I now do. Praise the Lord. Um, so I couldn't use eggs for baking. Um, I don't really love bananas. You can use that as a substitute if you like bananas. Sometimes in certain recipes, you can't really taste the, the flavor of banana, but sometimes it is really strong. It depends on the recipe, but you can use banana as a substitute for egg. Or what I normally did is a mixture of water, olive oil, and baking powder gives you the same consistency and effect as an egg. Hmm. Um, so I that's what that. I did. I think it was like hmm, a tablespoon of olive oil, two tablespoons of water, and a teaspoon of baking powder, I think. I don't know for sure. Um, but you can really just kind of do whatever mix and it'll turn out great. Um, that's roughly close to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And if you put in just like extra baking powder in any recipe, it'll just make whatever you're making more fluffy. So I always put in like a good extra teaspoon just for fun. 
Very nice. Yeah. That is a quick tip. Yeah. I would assume that if you put banana, like use bananas as like a substitute, mm-hmm. that because I feel like banana has a very strong flavor to it. Does. it and so, like, that's interesting. That's why, yeah, it, de- it depends on the recipe. On Like, mm-hmm. it can have very strong flavor if you use it sometimes, but sometimes it won't be as strong. Um, especially in like chocolatey things, it's not quite as strong because you don't use a whole banana for an egg. I think it's half a banana for an egg or half a banana for two eggs. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a quick tip, but you have to look it up yourself. It's an option. <laughs> yeah. Got to work for it. <laughs> they know, they now know what to look up though. That is true. Yeah. Um, but I never have bananas around. Well, that's why you can fan. use water, olive oil, and baking powder. That is good to know. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> okay. So we have we have some questions today. Um, the first one, does Hannah dye her hair? It looks amazing. <laughs> um, no, I don't dye my hair. I've never dyed my hair. I'm very scared <laughs> to dye my hair. Um but she has but a thought. I have a thought. Potentially dyeing her hair. I have a thought of potentially dyeing it, and I'm not going to do anything crazy. I would probably, I don't know. I'm thinking of, like, it's. I'm very nervous to go lighter because I'm a, I'm a, what's known as a dirty blonde. And so I'm nervous to go lighter because I don't know if lighter would look really good <laughs> for for me and also you really have to keep up with it if mm-hmm. you go lighter and so I was thinking of maybe darker with a little bit of highlights but I'm also very terrified to go darker because I don't know so I'm just kind of like if we have any guys listening it be. I know you're super invested in Hannah's hair journey no. <laughs> <laughs> so I might just leave it I'm not very we'll dangerous with my hair if she ever dyes her hair we'll update you okay yeah Okay, um, the next one is a great question. How do I deal with a false rumor that could possibly ruin my life? Um, I think a lot of people deal with um, having rumors told about them, mm-hmm. and it can, you know, again, I don't know, I don't know what this rumor is, and I don't know in what aspect it could potentially ruin your life. Um, which is like it is a very hard thing to have people tell false things about you. It is, it can be very hurtful. Right. Um, but, you know, me and Hannah were talking about it and just remembering that your identity is in the Lord and you know what is true about you and the Lord knows what is true about you. Mm-hmm. And a rumor is a rumor and yeah. you can't always do anything about it necessarily. Right. You can continue living your life faithfully for the Lord. And, you know, I I have lost friendships over false things that have been said about me. Mm-hmm. Um and it's been very difficult and I just have to know that I have to keep living my life for the Lord and you know two years down the road or whatever someone can realize oh that was false I judged you in a wrong way right I'm sorry because I can see how you're living your life for the Lord and I can Mm -hmm. see oh you are actually a nice person right um or whatever whatever the situation might be you know, if you if you if you just continue on living your life for the Lord and continue trying to find the joy and find what the Lord does have for you that is good and mm-hmm. can bless you, and you know, it it might not be having friendships with those people that are telling false things about you, mm-hmm. or you know, they might find they might see the truth eventually, right? And you might regain that friendship, but being true to who you are in the Lord and finding your identity in the Lord 
and finding still that joy, you know, despite the struggle. And you can't also constantly dwell on it. It can't be something that rules your life. No. At the end of the day, it's a rumor. And if you know if it, if you know that it's false and somebody is spreading all of these lies about you, at the end of the day, you can't change that person's Mm -hmm. heart and you can't be dwelling on that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, God is your witness. He knows Mm -hmm. that if if that actually is a false rumor, then that's exactly what it is. And you can't change that person's view. And it's extremely and it, hard mm-hmm. because at, as Christians, we're to still be loving towards that. And mm-hmm. it is, I think that is probably one of the hardest things to do is that when somebody wrongs you to have to turn your cheek and, right. and well, still and to, respond in And love. to know that, you know, it's not always a successful or good idea to try to argue the rumor or say actually this is what's true Mm -hmm. you know there's the phrase of it's like negotiating with a toddler you know it people who are spreading rumors can sometimes be very set Mm -hmm. on those on those rumors that those are true even if they're not and it's not always successful Mm -hmm. to try to combat those or to try to be like no no you over here you need to know the truth and then you need to know the truth and you need you know you could be trying to convince however many people Mm -hmm of the truth when ultimately living your life for the Lord is going to show the truth in the end. Absolutely. Um, well, and, and, you know, depending on the situation, mm-hmm. you know, I I recommend finding a, a pastor or a mentor that you can talk to if it's really something that, that you need to talk to someone about and see how to move your life forward if it's, if it, if, you know, if it could be damaging in a certain way finding that mentor that you can really explain the situation out because we don't have we don't have information you know we can't necessarily speak to details um which is totally you know perfectly fine but finding that person that you can really go to to um you know talk about and find guidance with absolutely and you know i mean even though there's i mean we mentioned it um a while back in one of our earlier episodes is like in first samuel when hannah was being persecuted by her enemies you know Mm -hmm. like the lord still heard her Mm -hmm. and like even though that you'll be persecuted by people that do not like you and they will make up things Mm -hmm. about you and honestly you need to go to the lord with that first and foremost Mm -hmm. because he does see everything he is he's always here he's always present present you know uh jehovah shema Mm -hmm. right he is always there and just reminding yourself that god is there god knows you he's your witness Mm -hmm. and so you can it is it's very hard because there's that mental game that you have to play with but at the end of the day you can let that go and know that god's my witness right and he knows what's true and all these you you can't stop people from making making up things yeah. about you that's which is, which is hard and like yes. you know there's there's not always a whole lot you can do and it, it right. can it can be a struggle to deal with <laughs> with that and just knowing well I'm just gonna live my life and continue forward mm-hmm. but again finding finding that joy and if it means finding new friends mm-hmm. or going out of your comfort zone trusting in the Lord as you do that because he will provide for you you know you just you need to follow him and right. in his path and be looking and seeing what doors he has opened for you um, and continue on. So, yeah, I think that's that's a great way to answer answer that question for now. And, I, you sure. know, if you need to talk about 
details with that. Find that mentor and, or, or that pastor, someone mm-hmm. that can really guide you in God's word. On and how somebody to deal that with you this. trust. Somebody that you trust. Absolutely. You don't just want to pick like some random person to just no. open up to. It should be somebody that you know, somebody that you trust. And someone that's a, probably a bit older than you. Correct. You don't want to find yeah. guidance in your peers because nope. we're not qualified. No. Nope. You know, I don't I don't guide Hannah. Hannah does not guide me right. because we are we are peers. We're not qualified for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. we can still be friends and support one another when yeah. we're going through stuff. But I'm not going to sit down and be like, okay, Abby, I'm going to counsel you through yeah. this situation That's of so, what you're going through. It's so through. unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Yeah. And it's at the end of the day, it's like, well, then what is your friendship even for? Because mm-hmm. also then it almost makes that friendship one-sided. Well, and that can also have an air of superiority within mm-hmm. a peer group. You yeah. know, if someone thinks that they are qualified to mentor or counsel their peers, that gives them great superiority over that. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, not to dig on young people. I'm a young person too. Um, <laughs> that can that can really boost up someone's pride in a negative way. Right. Um, so that was a little bunny trail there. But there you go. There you go. Okay. Um, this next question is great. Um, what is something you value learning from the older women in your life? Hmm. There's so much. There's there's so <laughs> um, much. I know that it it's it's really cool because our ladies ministry here at Water Springs is growing and for a while there it was missing um multi-generational, mm-hmm. right? It was it was missing being a multi-generational um ministry and we need that Mm -hmm. right there should be teenagers going to our ladies night outs there should be young adults with with um mature older women too Mm -hmm. like it shouldn't just be oh I'm not gonna go to that because that's just where all the old ladies go to it's like um no Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you can learn a lot from them and also they can learn a lot from us too and so um Abby, what's one thing that you value learning from older women? Um, so there's there's so many different things. Um, there's there's several ladies that I think of that come to mind, and they've been through great great hardships. Um, and there was one um, wonderful lady that I knew that had Alzheimer's. Um, and one thing that is um, you know similar with all of the women that come to my mind. Um, is that their joy they're all mm. they're just like such amazing joy that they find within the lord mm-hmm. um and the gal that you know i knew that had alzheimer's she like never ever forgot the joy of the lord and that the lord loved her mm-hmm. she never forgot where her hairbrush was so she could fluff her hair every morning mm-hmm. and she never ever forgot what the lord has done for her and how good he is and she would just go on and on about how great god is um and you know the other women that come to my mind as well they've had a rough you know a rough go of things at certain points in their life but they don't dwell on that yeah they don't they don't feel the need to bring it up and to you know put that on people it's just god is good and he is still blessing me and you know they don't even yeah i know them personally so i know i know you know their life stories Mm -hmm. but they don't they don't feel the need to share those with people it's just that god is good you know it's kind of the the aspect of when when people share their testimonies it's not a time to say 
highlight all this stuff woe is me or highlight all the bad stuff I've done it's a time to share how God has worked in your life and the older women that I know um, that have really impacted me all just have that absolute joy um, and gratitude and thankfulness of what the Lord has done for them and how he continues to work in their life and just that constant communion with the Lord that you know you he is always there to talk to and to pray with and to worship just Mm -hmm. having that you know, idea of being constantly in worship and thankfulness to the Lord um, has just been beautifully exemplified by by the older women that I really look up to. I know for me that a lot a lot of the older women that I look up to um, is is that what I see through them is perseverance Mm -hmm. and their strength to keep going, Mm -hmm. because even having joy, though they've had really, really rough lives you know like seeing their joy Mm -hmm. that they persevered through everything that was thrown their way Mm -hmm. right and just like you said like the joy that they have like I mean I value their um their friendship Mm -hmm. and their input and the things that they they say to me Mm -hmm. and you know like they're not gonna they're gonna be very blunt and honest with you they're not gonna be demeaning and they're not gonna be demeaning they're gonna even if it's like a, if you feel like it's a silly question, mm-hmm. a lot of the older women that I look up to, they take it as a genuine question and they genuinely want to be like, okay, yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk about it mm-hmm. with love and with like, you know, respect, even though we have great respect towards them, they still, you know, will, will answer our questions with, with love and with grace. Absolutely. Yeah. So Good that's question. a, that's a great question. Um, if you guys have things that you've learned from older people in your life, um, both men and women, you know, if you've, if you have things that, that you've really taken, um, as a great lesson or that is exemplified by the people you look up to, we'd love to hear those and we'd love for you to share those with us. So drop it in the comments. (laughs) Um, okay. This is a good one too. What is the greatest lesson you've learned in the last year? Oh, trust in the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Um, for me, there has been lots, lots of change, a lot of change. Um, a lot of hardships that have come across me over the past, I I think over the past few years, but especially within the past year. And, um, although there's been some things that have been really, really hard, um, at the end of the day, the greatest lesson that I learned is that I need to trust in God no matter what the outcome is, Mm -hmm. no matter what my current situation is, because at the end of the day, God knows Mm -hmm. God's going to take care of me. And I need to know deep down that I can go to him Mm -hmm. with my deepest hurts Mm -hmm. and he's still going to be with me. He's not going to, he will not leave me. No. And so I think the the greatest lesson that I have learned is to not give up on the Lord Mm -hmm. um, because he is there. He's very present. That that's why um, Psalm 46 one, that's, that's why I kind of wanted to go through and say that verse which is why we had the uh, episode on it is because knowing that like no matter what you're going through God is always there Mm -hmm. and he is your help Mm -hmm. and just trusting in him and surrendering everything Mm -hmm. that you have to him which can put you in a very vulnerable position because at the same time you're letting your guard down Mm -hmm. and And you don't you don't always know you don't know and you know you're letting more people in because Mm -hmm. you have because you don't know and you're 
trying out a lot of new things and it's very scary, but at the end of the day, trusting the Lord, that has been the greatest Mm -hmm. lesson that I've learned, at least within this, this year. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, I, I learned that to a greater aspect every, as, you know, as as life goes on, because yeah, life life does change and it brings you new things. And you know, I graduated from ISU in December, which was super exciting. But you know, I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do next? Um, where do I go from here? And I looked into moving to Texas, and I looked into moving to New Mexico, and you know, all these different things. But you know, it's really you know, the Lord might move me somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's really just you know, not necessarily not pursuing going forward in life because you know if you're praying for like if you're praying for a job you still have to fill out applications the lord's not just gonna like drop a job in your lap um but it's you know seeing where he really truly leads you and you know if it's just your flesh that wants to go somewhere or if it's his plan Mm -hmm. um and having peace in that and really just fully submitting fully submitting life to the lord Um, which is just a great reminder every, every year as life goes on, as life changes and you go into a new season of life, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you can sometimes see that in different aspects as, as life goes on. And also I think just, you know, the reminder of having peace and pursuing joy with the Lord. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, is just a, you can never take that for granted Mm -hmm. and it, joy is a decision. It's not the same as happiness. You know, joy, you can, you can, you have to choose joy (laughs) and you can be, you can be sad and still be joyful. You know, you can go through hardship and still be joyful. And I just, you know, I strive to be a joy filled person, no matter what's going on in my life and no matter where the Lord has me, you know, finding, finding that ultimate joy because the Lord has saved me and I get to go to heaven when I die. You know, and that's pretty, pretty fantastic and so exciting to be able to just live life looking forward to the future. And I think you have to be careful with that because sometimes people will will take that choosing joy is that they have to be mm-hmm. a happy person. And right. I think that's where they get the misconception because it's very easy mm-hmm. for somebody. Well, I mean, it was easy for me for years to put up a, a face of that. I was very, very happy mm-hmm. and that, you know, deciding I'm going to be a happy person today that could be you thinking I'm choosing joy each day Mm -hmm. when really that's not choosing joy that's being fake that's not being genuine with somebody you can somebody can walk through the door or or walk past my office and ask how I'm doing and you know I will have had an awful night's sleep and did not sleep that night Mm -hmm. and I will be very honest with them but at the end of the day I could still be happy and be like but you know what I'm okay. And, <laughs> like, and that's not saying that Hannah's going to the grocery store and venting all of her problems to all these no. people. You know, you, there is a, you know, don't be put on, don't feel like you have to put on a mask. Don't be fake. However, there are, you know, you, you don't want to just pour your troubles out to random people. You yes. find those people that you can trust and find, find that safe space in. Right. And you the know? thing is, is that overall by choosing joy, it's not letting whatever is going on around you. You're not going to dwell. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not affecting the way that you respond Mm -hmm. to people. You can still choose joy. And by doing that, I think you get closer to God because Mm -hmm. he will then bring out the, he will use you as the light in the darkness, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Good stuff. (laughs) Okay. The next question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? So, (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of doing what I want to do. However, 
Like I do have, I do have various career goals. Um, I would, you know, love to be an actor that actually makes a living acting. Um, I would love to direct a full length film. I would love to potentially open up a children's, um, a community children's theater. Um, I'm, you know, hoping to get my master's, um, in arts administration so I can have, um, more, more capability to do that successfully, Mm -hmm. um, and in a good way, um, for the Lord. So I'm kind of just, you know, if I had to pick one, just full-time actor, um, (laughs) but, you know, I'm just kind of in a spot that I'm seeing where the Lord takes me. And, you know, right now I, you know, am blessed to be able to act and direct in different aspects, um, which is super exciting and kind of get that footing, um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of seeing where the Lord takes me, but I would really love to get, um, you know, plugged in, you know, further in the, the film industry to be able to share the Lord's word through film um, as an actor um, and to be able to, you know, also direct because, you know, not every Christian film can have the same actors. Yeah. Um, well, and Abby, don't and we have, have a, don't we have a, um, what's it called? H48. Yes. We have a so we have a up. we have a film festival coming up. We're going to um it's a horror film festival. Um it's just for Idaho residents. Um there's 15 teams, but we're, you know, working on how can we tell, you know, part of the gospel message through a horror film? How can we tell of the Lord's love? through that way, which is, you know, might sound very interesting. And, you know, we might not win any awards, but the mm-hmm. purpose of it is to is to get the, the word of the Lord out there in a different format. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think film and, um, you know, live theater is a beautiful and wonderful way to be able to share that. Um, and my passion is really, you know, sharing biblical, biblical stories that are not preachy and they're not cheesy but that are truthful because life life is hard but you know praise the lord that we can find joy and comfort and rest in him and tell but telling those truthful stories um and those hard stories um that are that are that are real life through through film um and through live theater you know i've you know done live theater since I was in sixth grade and it's just a beautiful beautiful format mm-hmm. um and I would you know I'd also love to be in a Shakespeare festival if I'm throwing out dream dream fun. jobs so <laughs> just for funsies that's that's my career you Very know nice. what I want to do when I grow up because we're still young, we're still young. <laughs> Hannah what do you want to do when you grow up um so my plans have have changed over the years um and I think at the end of the day, it's the Lord really pressing in on my heart what I'm really called to do. Um, For years, um, I was set on going into the military. That was what I was going to be doing. Um, No questions asked. I'm very stubborn, and so I was like, this is what I'm doing. Um, And within the past uh, two years, the Lord's really just been pressing in on my heart a little bit more. And so what I want to do when I grow up um, is be a victim's advocate, a child's advocate. Um, That's really where I feel like my heart is at, to be there and be that voice for um, kids who have either been abused or neglected and abandoned. That's that's really where my heart is at. Um, I love children, and I want to be their voice for Mm -hmm. them and stand up for them. and at the end of the day, I want to serve and I want to give back. Um, and 
I absolutely, my dream, like, this is, this is my end dream (laughs) that I could just, I would be fine with, um, is that I want to have a farm and I want to have therapy animals. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would be like officially licensed therapist, uh, for having therapy animals because you have to have your master's. So Mm -hmm. it'll be quite a while before I could get there. Um, but I want a farm with therapy animals so that I can create a safe place for children to come and just love on some animals and just find that safe place, um, whatever they may be going through. Um, I personally love animals and they've Mm -hmm. always been, they've always been there for me. And so, that's pretty much where well, my heart is at. Animals are so comforting. I have... They are. You know, he needs some training, but my little <laughs> mini Ozzy, he's only eight months old, mm-hmm. so he's still a little baby. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, once he goes through his first round of training, I want to take him through to be um, a therapy service dog so he can go volunteer in hospitals. Yeah. And that way he can just love on people that are, you know, sick and not feeling well and want some joy in their life in the hospital. Yeah. So that's an awesome ministry to have a therapy farm yeah so that'd be really awesome we will see it's all in the lord's timing oh yeah but um that's that's where my heart is at and so which is really cool because that was not where i saw myself a few years ago i mean being an advocate was like my that was my retirement plan right. <laughs> um and it's just cool to see how the lord moves in our lives and makes things uh very obvious to us and when one door closes he opens up another so mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, so um, the next question is, what is your go-to coffee order? <laughs> it, um, I was going to say it changes, but at the same time, it really doesn't. And you would know, Abby, because you yeah. were... <laughs> so Hannah gets a caramel macchiato, a hot one, normally 16 ounces. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so fun fact about Hannah. That's typically, I will almost, that is my go-to coffee is a caramel macchiato. Yeah. And... I love iced, but sometimes all I really want is just a nice hot caramel She normally macchiato. gets a hot caramel macchiato. And Abby knows this because she was, she was the barista who made my coffee for yeah. like two years. For quite some time. <laughs> so, Abby, what yeah. is your go-to so, coffee? I mean, if you were a greenhouse regular when I worked there. I was. Probably can still tell you your coffee order. <laughs> um, okay, so my go-to coffee order, it, it kind of does change, but also not really um wait wait can I try sure it's a a I don't there's think she knows oat milk <laughs> I know there's oat milk in it latte something <laughs> it's a latte isn't it yeah yeah it's a oh what is it like a a white chocolate that's a mocha that's not a latte Sorry, it? I'm getting technical. Um, I so, know that there's oat milk in it, and I know it's a latte. <laughs> yeah, so I normally get an oat milk latte with honey. Oh, that's right, with um, honey. Not too know. much. Um, or I just get an oat milk latte with cinnamon, or I do honey and cinnamon. That or really if it's good. fall, I do a oat milk latte with, like, a pump of hazelnut. I was close. I'm not, I'm not too into – I don't really love super sweet – stuff so I'll either get like no sweetener and just get a plain or just have like something little like cinnamon or honey mm-hmm. or just like a pump of a flavor 
Well, that's my, that's if I go places, but if I'm making coffee, like, at home, I will usually either just drink it black, Mm -hmm. or I almost never put sugar in my coffee whenever I'm home, which is why when I go out, I'll get a caramel macchiato, Mm because it's more of a sweeter coffee, so it's like a treat, Yeah. Um, but when I get coffee at home, it's usually just, like, I'll just do heavy whipping cream if I want to change up the texture a bit, um, or I will just do plain black coffee yeah if I have coffee at home I normally have just black coffee with maybe like a tablespoon of oat milk Mm -hmm. um yeah that's pretty much it sometimes I'll put honey in it because honey is so good for your vocal cords and I'm just a huge advocate for healthy vocal cords (laughs) um I know it sounds silly but it's true I I really love doing um especially in winter because it's like really cozy um I like doing it sounds weird, but I like putting coconut oil in my coffee. Mm-hmm. Just plain black coffee that, with yeah. coconut oil. It is so good. Yeah. Or some. Okay, this is not a coffee order, and I'm kind of going on a little bunny trail. <laughs> but the Oregon chai, you can get it at Costco, and I I don't do it very often. It's like only a few times in the winter. But I'll get a carton of Oregon chai. And then heat up some, steam up some oat milk and do like half of the organ chai and half oat milk kind of to make a chai latte. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super yummy and you can make it from home. So wow. that's my little non-coffee treat sometimes. Not very often, but sometimes. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, this is not on here, but if you had to pick a pastry to go with your coffee drink, what would it be? Oh, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a very consistent pastry type of person, but it depends on, like, what I'm feeling that day because, like, it'll either be, like, it counts as a pastry, a like donut? cinnamon roll oh. or a donut. Yeah. It depends because, like, it depends on what donuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they look good and if not, then but if it, they're crisp, like, fresh Krispy Kreme. Absolutely. Hannah's Absolutely. a big fan. Um, I'm a huge croissant person. Oh, those are so I good. love a nice buttery croissant. So that's like... That is... You can yeah, have that with any good. coffee because it's like not too flavorful, but it's super, super yummy. So... And it depends because like sometimes I'll just have... Like it, I have to be in the mood for something sweet mm-hmm. to have a pastry because like you said, like a croissant, just a buttery croissant is sometimes like nice because it's not... It's not super sweet. sweet, which is what's really nice. Yeah. And it's great to pair with coffee. Love it. Okay. What? Growing up, what would you have for breakfast? What was like your go-to breakfast when when I was little? When you were growing up? Cheerios. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What was yours? Uh, We had scrambled eggs almost every single day. Really? (laughs) We had, I learned how to make, how to make scrambled eggs probably when I was three. Yeah. I I knew how to make a scrambled egg when I was three. Well, I mean, I did too, but we didn't, I mean... Life was busy. We had scrambled eggs every single morning. Wow. And so anything else was like a treat. (laughs) See, on a a weekend, like, we would have these big southern, because my mom's family is from Texas. Yeah. So we'd have big southern breakfasts on the weekend, and then my dad would normally make breakfast on Sundays. Uh And so he would make um, either, like, eggs and bacon and something yeah um or he would make mighty mo hash which is what we called it because you know we're the most so it would be mighty mo hash and it was like hash browns and ham and bacon and um eggs and potatoes so i already said hash browns i don't know but it was all sorts it was very good it was very good i think there's peppers and onions in there too um so yeah it was super fun 
and I loved I loved making because I started baking and cooking when I was very young too mm-hmm. um and I loved making biscuits and I still make biscuits I love biscuits I yeah. think it's just a pain to make them oh, they're so easy uh, I think they're, they're a pain do little drop biscuits you'll have to show me sometime okay but we'll have a biscuit making day we will um okay um so let's see next next question is what's your go-to podcast well i know what your go-to podcast is yes that is you want to share yours well so it depends (laughs) because i don't have like a consistent podcast that i will listen to Mm -hmm. it depends on like what i'm feeling for that day because i also do audiobooks Mm -hmm. so i go between audiobooks and podcasts and because our schedules are really, really tight. I don't have a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but because one podcast that I listen to and it's because it plays, I guess it counts as a podcast, but I'll listen to it if it's playing in the office or I'll turn it on, which is the Pastors Live, oh, yeah. which is here at Water Springs. Um, and so you nice can go to, shout out yeah, nice little shout out. You can go to, I think it's the rev.fm and then you could go to either mm-hmm. listen live there from nine to five or not. They play at nine and five and, but they also have like their episodes up on there. So you can mm-hmm. just go to pastors live and listen to them there. I like listening to it. Um, that's one that I will almost consistently listen to just because it's on the radio, so it's very convenient uh, when I'm driving places. Um, and then I also listen to uh, the Proverbs 31 Ministries podcast. Mm-hmm. That one is really, really good. And then just whatever just randomly pops up, I'll just, like, throw on for a time. Yeah. But those are, like, the two that I, like, consistently listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I listen to the Walk in Love podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is this really wonderful Christian couple that they have a Christian t-shirt business. So if you see me in a Christian t-shirt, it's probably from Walk in Love. Um, and they just have a really great um, encouraging podcast that, you know, it's not it's not preachy, but they share how the Lord is working in their lives. And it's real. And um, they have just really great words of encouragement. Um that they, that they share and it's just fun to to learn about their family um so i really i really enjoy that one and then i also listen to well said red shout out oh, to yeah. my sister that's another um and, and <laughs> i love Devin. my brain but yeah. yeah i do listen to that one um so they have a super fun little podcast that they just talk about different different social stuff yeah um and it's super fun and it's you know theirs is like roughly around 30 minutes the walk in love one can be a bit longer so mm-hmm. I normally listen to a podcast when I eat lunch um, outside, and so I'll listen to like just like twenty five minutes or so of a podcast, and then pause it, and then have to listen to part of it the next uh, the next day, and so yeah. on. So Lily and Devin's podcast is like right about the perfect timing to where I can listen to it. Um, but those are probably the top two that I listen to. Well, and so. what's nice with Pastors Live is that it's I think it's only like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. it used to be like 30 but it's like around 20 minutes and it's cool because they play it at least twice a day yeah but it's just convenient if you're if you're driving somewhere you can just like turn it on and listen to the pastors chit chat and so yeah which is kind of cool yeah all right so our last question that we have is what are some hobbies you guys have that you could not give up Hannah do you have an (laughs) answer for this um, uh, so 
when I was little, I I loved dancing. I was I did dancing and I was a gymnast and I ended up quitting gymnastics because it was becoming really, really harsh on my body, and then also we couldn't afford it um, because it was starting to get very, very expensive, but dancing was something that a lot of people around me thought that I was going to be a dancer when I was younger, like a professional dancer. Um, However, dancing is a hobby that I probably could never, ever give up. It is a, it's, it's a passion for me, and in in my opinion, it's a form of worship for me um, because, you know, God gave me the ability to dance. Mm -hmm. And so when I dance, I dance for the glory of God. Um, But dancing is a hobby that I probably could never, ever give up because that is just, it's a part of me. When I hear music, even if it's in the grocery store, like I will be dancing or like bopping my head or tapping my foot. I can't not dance to music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so dancing is a hobby that I probably could never ever give up. And that was actually one of the reasons why I didn't want it to be my career mm-hmm. is because it's what I can do when I've had a hard day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want in case I had a hard day at work say teaching dance I could still have my release to be able to dance Mm -hmm. and not have it be almost like that not a safe place for me anymore Mm -hmm. does that make sense so like dancing is a hobby I probably could never ever give up um and then um I also probably couldn't I don't know if it's considered a hobby but I couldn't give up having animals <laughs> I don't know if it's a hobby I don't taking know that care that's of a them. hobby but I think it could be considered a hobby taking care of animals could be I don't think I could ever give up taking care they're no, just they're my I, heart yeah animals <laughs> so. are important to have if you really like animals like I I, I need a dog in my life yeah it's not considered um, a hobby but no. what you do with the animals could be considered could be. a hobby yeah so um, so, I mean, my job's kind of my hobby. I could never, I could, I couldn't give up theater, yeah. um, or acting. That's really, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of people that have, you know, what, what you said on, you know, being aware of making it your job. Um, but, you know, I think it's really, you know, setting aside the, the beauty of, of creating art, mm-hmm. you know, and not forgetting not forgetting that and you know it is you do have all the paperwork in producing and you know all the things that a director does um but you know you also you also get to to have that release and to be able to share a story that that's not your story it's someone else's story but being able and having the honor of sharing that Mm -hmm. um and being a part of that is just a beautiful experience to be a part of yeah um and I yeah I thoroughly thoroughly love um being an actor um, and yeah, I hope to be able to continue having that as a part of my life. Um, cause you do, you know, as an actor, you get bummed out if you haven't been in a show in a while. <laughs> so it is, you know, a really great thing to be able to keep up, even though as a separate thing from my job as well as, you know, something that I can just go out and do and, and share a story. Yeah. It's, it's just a wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, I also, I mean, I don't do this very often. I don't have, I don't have time for like hobby hobbies mm-hmm. very, very much. Um, but I love reading a good book. Yeah. Um, this last New Year's, um, me and a group of friends went to Island Park for New Year's weekend, and we literally just sat and we ate food and we read books. That sounds and so nice. And it was, nice. it was so nice to just like I finished a book in a day and a half, 
and it was and it was a big book and it was lovely that like I had the time to just mm-hmm. sit and I really I love reading um but I don't have near as much time to do it as I would like yeah um but I really enjoy it so that's some hobby oh if you guys have book suggestions though I would love them for sure so send us your book suggestion suggestions Suggest. su- suggestions um yeah let us know we would love we would love to be able to read them and i don't know maybe one day we'll do a book review podcast mm. that'd be fun yeah that would be um fun. but send those in um i think that's all the questions we have for today i think so hannah do you have a fun fact i do are you, would you like to share it? I would love to share it. Okay. So my fun fact. You can fact, keep it to yourself too if you'd like. No. So okay. my fun fact um, I learned from my mom as she told um, the, as she, as she told the employee at the register at, uh, well, she told it to two people in one day. Um, and I think she scared the person at Dutch Bros. Oh, no. Um, but crows and ravens are some of the smartest animals in the world. Um, with their intelligence, crows can actually remember your face, mm-hmm. and if you are mean to them, they will actually like terrorize you. And vengeance like, is theirs. Yes, yeah. they will remember your face, um, but also vice versa. If you're nice and sweet to them, they will also be nice and sweet to you back, and like sometimes like bring you stuff, bring you gifts, yeah, which is actually really cool. But it was funny because there was a crow as we were getting coffee at Dutch Bros and. <laughs> As we were in line, she's telling the employee at Dutch Bros, and he looked, like, terrified because she was like, you see that crow? Yeah, you don't want to be mean to him. you got to be very nice to him because he'll remember your face, and he'll come back if you're mean to him, and he won't be nice to you. (laughs) And then somebody told us a random fact at Joanne's, and my mom came back and told them the fact about crows. (laughs) That's funny. I thought it was appropriate to bring this up. Yeah. Okay, so my fun fact is about turtles. I love turtles. Um, so, well, a tortoise. Uh, the oldest known living land animal is a tortoise named Jonathan, who is 187 years old. He was born in 1832 and has lived on the island of St. Helena in the Atlantic Ocean since 1882. So he's pretty old. You know, you can actually tell the difference between a turtle and a tortoise Mm -hmm. um based off of their shell because Mm -hmm. tortoises have more of like a shell that like looks like a huge mound of dirt and then it will go up at like their neck Mm -hmm. um how like sea turtles or just turtles in general have more of just like a flat yep yeah so yeah that's fun so it's it's so fun okay well i think that's all we have for today mm-hmm. thanks so much for listening if you have any questions for future q a's we would love to do another one down the road mm-hmm. send them in tell us some book suggestions because we'd love to hear them we'd yeah. love some new books to read um and so share us with your friends this is our 10th episode yes so this is our 10th episode follow us on instagram at leave here's us a deal pod leave us a review you can um send us your thoughts um or reviews um either with a dm on instagram comment on a post or um in the reviews on apple podcast Mm -hmm. so we really appreciate you all listening to us we hope you enjoy it we love your input send that our way and we will see you next week